I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. right it's a midnight ride a five hour midnight ride all the way to 5 a.m and the warm-up show i got you till then 877-337-6666 taking your phone calls that's right it's me i'm back again two nights in a row we're gonna do this every night i hope you guys get used to it obviously welcome you back into the fold into the family of the overnights i'm excited to really feel like i belong here and doing it it's one thing to just do a show now you get the the nature of coming back the next day so i'm looking forward to it let's go as obviously we just saw uh you know listen i was i, I had a rough drive in the i didn't really have a rough drive in but i hate this was a miserable Home run derby, just to start there, because I had to drive in just to get here during it. Do you ever listen to a home run derby on the radio? Not to knock radio broadcasts. I won't mention what station, obviously, was playing it on the radio. But a home run derby on the radio is useless. All it is is hearing people count. And it was horrible. And Pete Alonzo gets knocked out. We don't even get any of the antics. The whole point is to let Pete Alonzo get to the finals so we can see how he acts in between. And instead, we get the stupid finals between a Rosarena and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the two my two least favorite guys in all of baseball as a Yankee fan. The one guy who kills us constantly in a Rosarena, who made a name for himself, hitting home runs in the 2020 postseason, kicking the crap out of the Yankees. He still does it now with his arms folded as he's rounding third base after home runs. And then Vlad, who openly hates the Yankees and, and wants to beat us every time he plays us. Well, unfortunate for him, he doesn't win a lot of those games. But what a miserable... And, and they hit too many home runs. It's too many now. 40, 50, 38 every round. Did you ever see the movie Amadeus? It's like Amadeus when he, after the king hears the, the most recent uh, symphony or play by, by uh, Mozart. It's too many notes. Um, it's too many notes. Yeah, it's too many home runs. Go back where like a 17 was a winning score. Now they have 17 with 45 seconds in. And you're watching the broadcast. All you're doing is watching the hitter. You don't actually watch the majestic nature of the home run. You're just watching the hitter. And if it, you can tell by how it went off the bat if it's a home run or not. And you don't even follow the baseball. I I, I was very upset. I know nobody cares. I don't care. I, but I was very upset with the home run derby. You can't watch it. I'm listening to it on the radio because I got to drive it. And then the two, my literally, as a Yankee fan, my two least favorite people in all of baseball, my nemesis is the stupid guys from the, the the division who we always face, who always clobber us, especially a Rosarena. But obviously Vlad wins Pete Alonso out in the first round after 
Julio Rodriguez just hit 40 and had an unbelievable showing. I wouldn't know. I was driving in, but I'm, I can tell you right now, the broadcaster on the radio can count to 40. That's all I know about the home run derby. But that's what we got on Monday night as we head into this all-star break. And the Yankees are still the story, obviously, because yesterday I spoke to you. They fired their hitting coach, right? They fired Dylan Lawson. I told you I don't think it's about necessarily, you know, trying to scapegoat anybody. I don't think it's about anything other than I honestly believe. I don't think it necessarily will work. At least I didn't think so last night, but... I think this honestly is something Brian Cashman felt needed to be done. He looked at this offense and he decided something has to be done. And he's not ready to DFA Donaldson. He should be. He's not ready to call up Peraza. He probably should be. He's not ready to do some of the things that need to change inside this roster and lineup. He's not quite there yet. The trade deadline really hasn't worked its way out. And maybe throughout the course of the show, we'll talk about different options, both Mets and Yankees, for how they can improve this team, how they can improve their teams moving forward. And actually make a run at it with these two teams making the postseason. I mean, they only have the you know two of the three or four highest perils in baseball. You figure we'd have one of these teams prime for a postseason performance, but we'll see what we could do there. But I honestly think Brian Cashman did it to see if it could spark the team and if it could help. And my initial thought was that's ah, meaningless. It's the hitting coach. All the same stuff you think of, and everybody said, and it's cliched. Oh, these you know. Who cares about the hitting coach? It's not a big deal. You know, there's so many veterans on this team. It doesn't really matter. Is he the problem with Rizzo? Is he the problem with Stanton? I agreed with all of that. And on some level, I still do. But I got to tell you, I have to tell you, when I first heard it was going to be from outside the organization and that they wanted it done by the Colorado series starting on Friday after the break, I thought, that's funny. That's funny that they made this decision kind of abruptly. And now within a span of four days, want to hire someone from outside the organization and have them a part of the team by the time they get back to playing baseball on Friday. And I was, well, that means on some level, they've already had a discussion or they've they've started to think about it. They have have an idea of who they want to target and who they targeted, obviously, was Sean Casey, former Major League Baseball player, former Red, former Tiger, 300 hitter, all-star, funny guy elaborate, you know, um, uh, a 300 hitter, someone who's a, a much different approach, a contact hitting player, and, of course, very good friends with the manager, Aaron Boone. And as I started to think about this, one, I was concerned about the idea of bringing a guy in so quickly who has really no idea of what the Yankees are like. Even if they had a, a target on a, on, on a guy they thought they might bring in here, it's, it's oh, he's going to show up here, he's got to learn everybody, he's got to... But now I'm thinking the idea that maybe he's been a sounding board for the manager, whether you like Boone or not. This, you know, he might have been a sounding board or someone who's been talking about this for a while with the manager. So maybe he's more up to date on this Yankee lineup and some of the problems with these Yankee hitters more than just an analyst from Major League Baseball who every once in a while will pick a player to to, you know, do a profile on and tell us what's the problem with. This could be a guy, someone who had an idea. This has been in the works for a while. And someone who had a chance to really look at this Yankee team and maybe hit the ground running come Friday. And obviously before the team uh, with that. But I, the other thing is, I got to tell you how, uh, you know, I'm surprised in myself. I'm surprised that I've allowed myself to believe this might actually work. Just because the thought of a guy coming in who is nicknamed the mayor and we watch him. On MLB Network, we've seen him. We know exactly who he is. He's the he's kind of the funny guy, you know, says kind of, you know, out there, outlandish things, but also can do some great work with breaking down film and everything. And I just get the idea that, you know what, maybe with the veterans, it's not necessarily about the ins and outs of a swing. Maybe it's not this kind of stuff that Dylan Lawson was trying to do with the Yankees. Maybe it's just about lightening up the room because you can't tell me right now with, you know, I told you Brian Cashman doesn't care about the noise, but you know what? The noise from the fan base has kind of been a story going back to last year when Judge was booed in the postseason and the idea that how Gallo was treated and how Hicks has been treated and how Donaldson's been treated. I think it's overblown. I don't think it's the big deal that many people think, but it's something that's inside this Yankee clubhouse that they're aware of, and maybe it's a little tight in there. 
Maybe they realize their struggles. Maybe they realize how unhappy the fan base is with what's gone over the last couple of years. And maybe just the idea of bringing in someone not like a Dylan Lawson who's got his head in a notebook trying to figure out every single thing that could be worked out. Maybe it's about a guy who's been through the experience before of being a Major League Baseball player that Rizzo can talk about. While they go through this all-star break, they can talk to a guy who's been on an all-star team and has had an all-star first half and has figured out how to go through the slumps of the season and the different things of a season. Maybe they need someone, whether it's, you know, I think it's important that he should have a fundamental feeling on hitting different than what the Yankees are doing because obviously it's not working and you want something different. But maybe it's just about getting a guy in there who can loosen things up, go in there, have fun with the manager, make it seem like the manager and him are buddies, have fun with the guys, be someone who's more you know, used to being in a major league clubhouse and lightening the mood and getting the, the, the albatross of the failures kind of off of these guys' shoulders and letting them do what they do. And I'm starting to, I, when the hire was announced, I thought, you know what, that's an interesting guy. I don't. I, I can't tell you what Casey's you know stance is on hitting. I can't tell you exactly how his what his approach is or how he's going to specifically help Stanton get his swing going or what his plans are for Rizzo or Volpe or anybody else. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm hoping it's at least somewhat different than what the Yankees feel organizationally. But when I hear that it's this higher, I'm thinking this might just change the mood around the team failing. It'll be a clean slate. It'll be a new guy. It'll be someone who's very outgoing, someone who's jovial, someone who's going to break the ice, break the tension, and maybe, just maybe, get these guys in a different mindset. And that's what I've always thought about hitting coaches. Hitting coaches, for me, especially for a a veteran-laden team with the guys we've talked about, the Stantons, the Rizzos, the LeMayhews, the Donaldsons, it's not so much about the ins and outs of a swing, the make sure your hands are here, you want to throw the knob of the bat at the ball, this, all the all the jargon we get. Sometimes it's about building confidence. Sometimes it's about just making sure they're feeling comfortable about what they're doing. And not maybe it's not even the process, it's trusting the process. And I think it got to a point, and I think the Yankees, and I think Aaron Boone, and that's what tells me this too. This isn't just the Cashman, you know, from afar, watching this team and going, the hitting sucks, we need to change the the hitting coach, I think when you look at the hire and it's someone who had six years as a teammate of Aaron Boone, and I think I had, we had uh, Keith and I had Brian Hoke on uh, during our, our Yankee podcast today to promote his book, 62, and he talked about, I think he said they were roommates. So the idea that these guys are so friendly makes me think the manager felt this. And whatever you think about Aaron Boone, I know many of you don't like him, he's got a, he's in the room. And he's got a pulse for how his guys are taking the information from the hitting coach. So, yeah, I don't like the approach. Yeah, I think the uh, overall feeling about how hitting is viewed inside the organization needs to probably change in many, many ways. But ultimately, when you're talking about a midseason change, I think you just need that break. You need, right, the only thing Dylan Lawson was doing was getting deeper and deeper into what they do and trying to figure things out, where now you get a Sean Casey coming in here and he's just going to, you know, shoot the bull and kind of break the tension, and yeah, obviously still work on some things, but not necessarily make it feel like we've all been failing. He comes in, and it's just like, you guys are great. I've watched you guys from afar. You know, you're better than this, and change the dynamic of how things are going. And so I, as much as my initial thought is it's a hitting coach who cares, my initial thought is these are a veteran-laden guys. This is a veteran-laden team. I don't think a new hitting coach with a different perspective is going to come in here and change it. And you know what? I don't necessarily think that's why he's being hired. I don't know if he's being hired for the way he views hitting. I'm sure that's part of it. He's a professional hitter. He's a, a, a very good professional baseball player and a, and, a, and a guy who hit 300 and a guy who had many good years, all-star years inside this league. But I think it's more about who he is specifically, his relationship to the manager, and how he's going to break the tension inside this clubhouse because I, I, I think it's building. I think it's building on itself. They recognize that, you know, I mean, it's to the point guys come back, can't even get videos played for them. The, the whole crowd boos them. And I'm not saying that's on you or on the fan base. That's who the Yankee fan is. That's fine. I disagreed with Boone Hicks and his tribute video, but whatever. I'm not saying the Yankee fan needs to lighten up so the players play better, but it is what it is. 
And I think overall, it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy of failing and it building and failing and it building to the point where they needed someone to come in here and just break the tension. And so I have to admit, and I know it's my nature, I know it's my nature to be positive and to think that maybe, just maybe, things can turn around. And I don't know what Sean Casey's going to do for this team, but I'm actually excited about the hire, and I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think when Lawson got fired or just even before he got fired and the talks of possibly them moving on from the Volpe chicken palm story to whatever else, I did not think there could be a move where they could hire, fire a, a, a coach, move on to another hitting coach, and me actually feel positive about it. I thought the best I could feel is, all right, whatever. And I actually feel pretty positive about the idea that Sean Casey is going to come in and be the hitting coach. So we'll see. But a lot more has to change than that, and we'll get to it. As we get, we have five hours here, taking you all the way to 5 a.m. We can get into the different things that each team needs to do to, you know, springboard into a better second half than the first. What's available on the trade market? How do they start the year? What's the plan for Severino? There's a lot going on with the Yankees and Mets. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's the midnight ride. I don't know if that's going to stick. I don't know if I'm I'm, tr- I'm throwing stuff against the wall. I love that song. It has midnight in it, so I went with it. So we're going to go with the midnight ride for a while. That's not the name of the show, but when I do the five hours, we're calling it the midnight ride. So yeah, see how we like it. See how it, you know, see how it fits. 877-337-6666. Right here on the fan, we opened it up to the baseball talk. Obviously, there's plenty to get to. I'm a, I'm a big movie guy, and... I talk about movie trailers a lot. If I have five minutes in my day, just what if I have five minutes just to I'm sitting on the toilet and you know, you know how it is. You know how it is. You you know how it is. If especially if you're a father. Like you know how it is. I go into the bathroom and then I watch trailers or whatever and I play Immaculate, which maybe we'll have some fun with. It is after midnight, so I gotta look at the new Immaculate. Love that game. Big Immaculate guy. If you haven't seen Immaculate, it's like the little, it's like a uh, uh, a baseball trivia game where it's a, a grid and you have to plug in the answers. Oh, here, I'll give you, a, for example, I'll just do it right here real quick. So it's a little grid. It's a nine um, uh, box grid. So it's the top is the red on this one, the Reds, Tampa Bay, and an all-star. And then the left side grid is the Angels, the Orioles, and the Atlanta Braves. And you have to fill in each box. So the top box would be a player who played for the Angels and the Reds. Then the next one would be the Angels in Tampa Bay and then an Angels All-Star. And on you go. So I'll do that. You know how it is, though. You kill as much time as you could possibly kill. 
I go into the bathroom. I play Immaculate Grid. I watch movie trailers until the wife goes, you know, hello? Are you still in the bathroom, daddy? No, 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 I'm coming out right now. I'll be right there washing my hands. We all, we all know we're just killing time and avoiding not breaking news. So I got a couple of movie trailers that I just saw that look excellent. So we'll talk some movies. We'll have some fun. I heard Ricky talking Elton John. Obviously, Elton John no longer touring. Big Elton John guy. We could always talk music here. If you don't know me, if you haven't had a chance to listen to me on my normal Saturday night, uh, Saturday night, uh, Saturday morning overnight show I've been doing for a while, I'm a big Beatles fan. Um, so I love music. We'll have a lot of fun. I, I just play the Allman Brothers. That's what I do. 877-337-6666. So let's go. Let's get to the calls. Tom in Bergen County. What's up, Tom? Hey, Big Mac. What's up, brother? Hey, nice to hear you. Uh, congrats on the new gig. Good Thank luck you. with it. I think you're a young Francesa in the making. Thank you're you very a, much. Uh, yeah, I mean, in a good way. I think you got a, a, a good Well, I mean, I'll... I'll attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it as a good way. Let's get as successful as Mike Francesa. I'll, I'll, <laughs> that'll work. That'll work just fine for me. <laughs> um, I got to agree with you. The Derby, they kind of messed it up. It's uh, the majestic beauty of a home run is it's it's lost. Being, oh, yeah, it's lost in the hurry. Yeah. The hurry. When they when they change this when they change the dynamic obviously it used to be the outs so you would get ten outs and every home run anything but a home run was an out and that and I understood why they changed it there's downtime there and I thought the clock worked but when they first did it they had it where you couldn't throw the next pitch until the ball landed so the ball would be hit you would watch the home run it would land then you can throw the next pitch now it's just rapid fire you throw as many pitches you can get so they can put up a number like 38 or 40 and everyone go wow and i don't see it, i don't see a, i don't see a single home run no i think they missed the point they they follow one ball and in, on half the screen yeah. the other half the guy took three other swings yeah see you're you're not there's not even a, a conclusion of no. one ball totally none the, the like when I think of the home run derby, I think of Mar- Mark McGuire at Fenway Park hitting these majestic home runs. I think about Hamilton at Yankee Stadium hitting the back wall of the like. I think about following the baseball. Uh, you don't. You just watch the hitter and go up. Oh, he got underneath that one. Up. Oh, he nailed that. I think that one's gone. But you don't. You don't. And then you just watch to see if it went off the clicker. You don't. You don't even watch the home run. I, I, it splits no. the screen. I think they. I think it's gotten to a point where they're they're so focused on the idea of trying to get them to hit as many home runs and put up as high a number to make it exciting. And you know, I guess at some point, like it actually ended with a Rosarena chasing one home run with seconds left. I guess that built some drama, I suppose. But for me, you lose the the idea of following a majestic home run, which I think is the point. And you know, baseball is about that precision swing that pitch selection mm-hmm. and driving that one pitch when you just keep firing away it's 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 a, it's a little different i think than the spirit of the game you know offensively. Well, I mean, but yeah it's but it's 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 a competition it's not i don't think they're looking to capture the spirit of the game they're trying to see balls hit in my opinion you're trying to see balls hit really far by men who are really good at hitting yeah. balls really far like that's it, that's you what gotta, i'm looking you gotta for. The audience. They're there for a show i, I got that yeah and, uh, and one other really quick thing, um, Casey and the hiring with the Yankees, a, yes. a lot of teams will get a veteran guy, um, and they call him a glue guy, right? So he's maybe a pinch hitter, but he's just a really awesome clubhouse guy. So the 18 Red Sox had um, Johnny Gomes, and the uh, 16 Cubs had David Ross, kind of these older dudes that just you know, were brought in to be clubhouse guys, get in do a pinch hit, but really just change the culture. Right. I think the Yankees got that with their coach in Casey. Casey's a glue guy. If he's in with Boone, to your point, you said it before, Yeah, Boone is as much a part of that. I'm telling you, I, they're really friendly. Casey can break it down. Casey can talk shop. Casey, Casey can yeah. use layman's terms and hopefully change the Yankees. Thanks for having me on the air, and good luck the rest of the way. Well, Matt. thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Yeah, listen, I agree. Um, I I think his addition is is probably less about actually his opinion on hitting 
than it is just changing how the message is being delivered and getting away from the, the stagnant, we're failing. Like They were failing with him, and it became obvious. And we're all watching it, and we're all, the fan base is going nuts about it. It just needed to be washed away and started anew with a new voice, a, a you know, slightly different way of doing things. I just got a tweet saying that they think it's the differences. You know, Casey made a, a comment uh, that each hitter is different and they got to be treated as such. And I don't think necessarily that that the Yankees don't do that. They believe in similar approaches of how to attack, but they like swings. They haven't changed Stanton's swing to have some sort of everybody has the same swing. I think they still let guys be guys and do what they do best. But as far as attacking pitches and how to go about um, what to look for and what to expect and you know how to attack a, a pitcher, they they probably have a, a a formula for that. But I don't think they I don't think they make Stanton swing a certain way. I don't think they make Donaldson do it their way. But. I think Casey coming in is going to be. I just think it's going to be a good thing. How much of the the needle will it move? I don't know. Prob- I, I'm not. I'm not that unreal. I'm not that you know foregone that I think it's going to dramatically change everything. But I like the idea. One that he's so close to the manager makes me think this has been in the works and that Casey is going to be ready to go come Friday. That it's not going to be him just getting completely adjusted to the Yankee team and really work. I think he's probably been looking at tapes of every Yankee hitter for a while now with the thought that this could be possible. And just being a sounding board for his friend. And so that that's probably how this started. Boone talking to Casey and, and then Boone getting into Cashman's ear like, you know, when I talk to this guy I, it's, we have these great conversations. He's really great. This would be great. It makes me think it's one, it's a boon hire. Two, Casey will be ready to go because he's been studying the Yankees. And three, he's the kind of guy who comes in and immediately lightens the room. And something tells me the room is dark and heavy in there and could use some lightening up. John and Maspeth. What's up, John? How's it going, C-Mac? Good, buddy. How are you? Doing good. Uh, you know, I'm going to shoot you off a quick list of 16 shortstops, right? Okay. And I want you to guess what they all have in common. We got Nico they, they, Horner. They play shortstop. Boom, I nailed it. Besides besides play shortstop. Oh, besides play shortstop. Okay. Horner, Tatis, Swanson, Volpe, Pena, Correa, Matt McLean, Wander Franco, Jimenez, Bichette, Xander Bogarts, Gunnar Henderson, mm. Tommy Edmonds, Tim Anderson, Bobby Witt Jr., and Ailey De La Cruz. I All will, sixteen I, of those shortstops are pretty good. Okay. All sixteen of those. I was going to say youth, play, but um, then you mentioned a couple names that aren't that young. But go ahead. All sixteen of those shortstops have played less than half the amount of games that Oswald Peraza has been sitting in AAA for. Mm-hmm. Peraza has been sitting in AAA now for a hundred and fifty games. Right. All sixteen of those shortstops played between eight. And 67 games in AAA. Okay. This dude's got to come up. Cashman's got to get off his ego. Right. Cut Donaldson, put the check in the mail, bring Peraza up, show us what he has. These kids in the minors are spending too much time in there. You got to, I understand. Well, I mean, um, listen, a lot of those names you mentioned, though, were, I mean, not all of them, to be fair, but a lot of those names you mentioned were. Top, top prospects from jump and top, like, you know, Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, some of the names you mentioned, those are all, you know, Tatis. Those are all guys who were destined, like, Peraza's worked his way up slowly. He was not as thought of as those guys up until he got hot. He changed the opinion of the Yankees over the last two years. But I think that's fair. I think that's fair. He also did come up and, and, but he lost the job to another shortstop. It's, it's, it's not exactly apples and apples and apples, what you're saying, but I get your point. He's been down there a while. Another thing that has to be done is Stanton needs to play the outfield. He has been. He has been. The last, the last three seasons, I just checked his stats. I did all the calculations, right? Mm -hmm. The last three seasons. As an outfielder, he's batting 273 with an 878 OPS. Yeah. As a DH, mm-hmm. he's batting 227 with a 7076 OPS. Yeah. That's almost 50 points uh, better on the average and 100 points better on the OPS. Mm-hmm. Plus, 
every injury he's got in the last three years yep. happened on days he's a DH. He's too big, too muscular to be sitting on the bench for 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. All these leg injuries are because he's sitting on the bench. He needs to play the outfield. He needs to be loosened up. He needs to stay loosened up so he doesn't get injured. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I 100% I, I don't I 100% agree with you on the success, and I 100% agree with you that the injuries aren't based on him playing the outfield. I don't. It might keep him healthy overall, but at the same time, like if they realize this, he can go into the tunnel and jog a bit. Like it's not like out in the outfield. It's this incredible workout he's getting. He could just go into the tunnel and run a little bit in between at bats and stuff. So it's I, I never thought. I always thought that was a little bit of a lame excuse. But you're 100 percent right. I think it's more about feeling involved in the game than necessarily staying staying loose. But his injuries his injuries have been at the plate running the bases. 100% agree. Uh, I think he should play a lot more outfield. I I've been saying it forever. He's a better player. He's more involved in the game. The game comes more naturally to him when he's out there. And by the way, he's not that bad. He was actually really – he was pretty good in Miami. He's obviously had some age and some injuries since. But I completely agree. Put him out there. Put Stanton in the outfield. I'm with you. Make the petition. I'll sign it. Now, they've played him a little bit. Uh, I think he's played back-to-back games in the outfield a couple times, which isn't enough. I shouldn't be shocked by that. I shouldn't be so impressed at the idea they played him a couple times, considering they're playing infielders in the outfield. I mean, so I 100% agree with you. Play Stanton in the outfield. That is certain, with Judge down, without question, their best outfield has Giancarlo in it. And then it gives them the option to DH one of the three infielders that are playing the the rotation game, but the unfortunate part of that is DJ LeMayhew and Donaldson both stink right now. But it gives you an option to DH one of those guys. Mike in Brooklyn. What's up, Mike? Good morning, C-Mac. How are you, brother? Good morning to you, my friend. What's up, bud? Listen, first of all, congratulations on the new gig. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, so before I get into my two points, first of all, I, I've been, I'm an avid listener. I love you. I love Hoffman. I love Fleegs. I love the younger guys, right? Cool. I was the guy, um, I, we tweet back and forth. I was the guy that night you were talking about uh, breaking gloves, and you were talking yeah. about, uh, I think it was Glove 44. Yes, I, I, was, I, I ended up not going with Glove 44 this year, but I've, I've looked into it, but it's too daunting of a task to me. I got the Glove 44 made, that like, night. What, I got you, the you got it that I, night? I you. I sent it to you. Hey, hey, yeah, you I think I remember you sent me the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I did, I did. I'm that guy. So, oh, cool. Uh, What's up? Uh, you, how's, the, how's the glove? Do you like it? It's fantastic, actually. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> so. it's good. I, I've heard the leather is great. I've heard the glove is great. But I just, I can't, I can't go in with a blank can- canvas and, and build a glove. It's like a it's lot. just, it, they literally want you to pick like every centimeter of the every, glove, every stitch. I, 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 yeah, like yeah. I, I, I just don't have it in me to build the glove. I just want to look at a glove, say, "Oh, I like that one," and buy it. So, but besides no. that, I've heard everything is great with the glove. Yeah, so enjoy. No, no. I love. No, I, I, I love. Thank you. I said that night for anyone who's listening and wondering. I love breaking in baseball gloves. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if I have the means or it seems uh, you know responsible, <laughs> I, I'll I'll to start a year. I'll buy a baseball glove and break it in as the year's going on. But uh, I don't do it every year, but I, I when I can, I love breaking in baseball gloves. I don't play baseball. I, I played one summer a couple years ago, but it's not like I, I use them necessarily all that much. I just love the smell of a brand-new glove. I love oiling it up. I love breaking it in. It's what I like to do. Also, congrats on the koozie. Oh, thank you. know what, Mike? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Someone finally you know, congratulated on me on the koozie. I'm sure Zoo knows what I'm talking about with a koozie. I went to every single party. I wouldn't even say party, just backyard barbecue, hanging out. Like over the past year, I moved into a neighborhood with a lot of kids and a lot of young families, and I made friends with a lot of the guys. And every single Halloween party or birthday party, everywhere I went, everybody has a koozie. Everyone has like the 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 new one is the thin metal Yeti koozie so you can hold your high noons and seltzers because that's what we all drink. Now, let's be honest. Don't kid yourself. All right, don't say you're above it. Don't say you're a beer drinker. We all drink high noons. We all drink the seltzers. We all want to try and keep the carbs low. You believe me. I Don't don't tell me you're not doing it. You're doing it. And every party I go to, they had these men. I, went, I just went, and then I went to a childhood friend 
uh, backyard just to hang out with him and his kids. And he just put in a new pool in his backyard. I get there. He's like, hey, you want to? I got some high noons. I'm like, okay, give me a high noon. He comes out with the Yeti koozie. I'm like, well, I can't escape these things. So I finally decided to join the rest of society and buy myself a koozie. So now I've got one. And I will never have a warm high noon ever again. You bought the koozie. Oh, I bought the koozie. That's a that's a that's a. Pickle. I had to do it. I I couldn't. I felt ashamed every time I went somewhere. They would. I was just drinking it, drinking a high noon or whatever, just without anything in with it. With the sweat dripping on the yeah. side, and they would look at me like, "What's wrong with you? Don't mm. you have a koozie?" And I'm like, "No, I don't have." And they and 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 everyone I got, they have extras to give me one. I'm that's- like. How many koozies do you have back there? See, when I worked at the bar in college, yeah. I probably, you know, because all the people that come in, all the different things, I probably had 250 koozies Oh, in well, my they apartment. have the promotional, just like regular... Yeah, uh, Twisted Tea, Bud Light, yeah, they all would the have good the stuff. The same material made for the mouse uh, pads, like that same kind of material. Yep, I even that, had a Kansas State koozie. Yeah. Oh, no, listen, that's, but that's just a regular koozie. I'm not knocking regular koozies. That's fine, but... That's not what I'm talking about. This isn't the pro koozie. No, no. This is a metal can koozie. You take the top off, you slide the can in, you put the top back on. It's it's legit. That's like And I and I'm telling you, I everywhere I went, these koozies are being used and it, it came to the point where I was ashamed. How much did that thing cost you? If you don't mind me asking. I, I th- 25 bucks? Okay, that's a solid piece of metal. No, it's it's Yeti is legit. They I Yeti coolers, Yeti The Yeti coolers are They can't listen. I'm telling you right now, I'm not, I, I don't, this is not hyperbole. I actually mean this. There is nothing sexier than a, a full cooler oh. that you just finished, you just put off, you just finished piling off with the ice and then you spread the ice a little bit and you know you got it sectioned off right and you got the, the seltzers, the beer, then you got the juice boxes for the kids in the corner. There is nothing sexier. And I have the big, you know, almost four or five feet long. Uh, cool. I don't have the the Yeti cooler for that one. That's a bit expensive. But like the igloo cooler, oh like yeah, the big white one. That, and you fill up a you fill up a cooler on a hot day in your backyard, and you open it up, and it's got the ice. That ice, you know, sit. It could sit there for two days. It's two days that thing keeps cold in the ice. Mm. You open it up, you're like, how is this ice not melted? I love this thing. There is nothing sexier than a full cooler. Love it. It's my favorite thing. It's one of my favorite things. So I got now I got I sit there in my backyard with my cooler filled with ice and my new Yeti koozie and I am on top of the world. And no one can look down on me anymore. So thank you for the congratulations. Ross in Bergen County, what's up, Ross? Yo, C Mac, how's it going, bro? What's up, buddy? How we doing? Not bad, man. Not bad. Hey, you got a chance to do the grid yet? I no, I literally just looked at it. I didn't I'm I'm talking, so I don't want to do it, but if you want to, if you want to give me one, give me one box right now. I'll give you one. A solid pull for me. Bottom left, I think it's uh, was it Reds and Braves, right? Yep. Kevin Gosman. I think a lot of people forget those two stops because that was before he, you know, his career took a turn for the upward traje- tra- trajectory. He yeah. spent like half a year in Atlanta and like a year in Cincinnati. So yeah, did he? And he, and, and he pitched for the Orioles too. Yeah, so he, the Orioles he, were in that column too. Right? He would He'd work. Yeah, he would work. He would work. All right, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Anyone want to call up with a box? I'll take it. So now I got it. Right. Kevin Gosman, three percent. I was hoping. Hey. I wanted a little bit of. I, I'll be honest with you, Ross. I was hoping for a little mm-hmm. bit of karma and a little bit of like you know everything pointing in the right direction. I needed. I needed Sean Casey to be in one of these grids. I, I don't think I'm gonna get it. I need. Oh, bro, well, I needed a red tiger uh, grid so I could say. Well, look. there was the uh, the other day you were talking about the Tigers and uh, what was it the Rockies yeah. the other day. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that the father of that guy, the Yankees just drafted, played for both those. I, could, I know he was a Tiger. Really? I could be wrong about the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I thought I, of that. Um, I couldn't get it. And Evan Evan gave me Octavio Dotel. Oh, geez. Oh, so, Evan's unbelievable. Evan do probably uh, get a rarity yeah. in like um, the 50s. Forget about yeah, it. Evan knows everything. Well, you you get this in by the morning. They're, for the first time, they put a notification. They're, doing, they're putting another one out at noon. They're doing two today. Oh, tremendous. Look yeah, at that. so this is this is good. They're they're making strides. Let's go. Multiple, you you know? should be able to go back and do older ones. I don't know why you can't. Yeah, yeah. It's all I got. I get the screenshots. Other people post them. So my yeah. my camera rolls all the screenshots because once I tweet out the recap, <laughs> then I post yeah. my my answers on the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's cool, man. You look at the derby. I mean, you know, you know, it's not an understatement. Most boring week in sports. You got the yep. derby. 
you know, it was one thing. You were even talking about the old format. You could say the, the homer, no, the numbers were a lot lower, but hey, man, you know, there's a lot more, I guess you want to say, hype to each, you know, bomb because you, like you said before, they just lob pitch after pitch. You know, you expect a guy to have 20, 25 runs. I, I, guys it's, like it's Hamilton not spe- have like it's, 17. It's not special, and we don't watch where it lands. Like, do you remember right. uh, Chris Berman would be the back, 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 back? And you'd watch the yeah. ball to see how far it goes. Like you, you've lost all of that with the immediacy of just trying to hit as many as you can in the in the time frame. Like I, I, I don't God, like. I got it. a dollar every time Eduardo Perez was talking about Vlad Junior being a line drive hitter. I might be a millionaire. Yeah, well, I, so I, 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 didn't, I didn't happen to hear <laughs> the broadcast. I heard it on the radio, Ross. I was driving and listening to it on the radio. Do you know what a home run derby is like on the radio? It's, it's probably got to be a hoot from the yeah, sounds of it. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's a poop-flavored lollipop. There's no point in it whatsoever. It's just there's nothing. There's no reason. All I, I just heard, 17, 18, that one's deep to left, 19. Like, that's what it was. And I'm not knocking the broadcast because that's all they can do. But on something like a home run derby, it just bothered me that I was I was in the radio. Then I get here, and I'm trying to watch the stupid finals with my two least favorite players in all of Major League Baseball. Nothing against them personally, necessarily. They play for my rivals. And they and they hit home runs against my team, so I hate them. I gotta watch them, and the, I gotta watch Randy or Rosarena win a home, practically win a home run derby. Bobby in the Bronx, what's up, Bobby? McAdoo. Oh, there you, he is, Bob. What's up? You may have taken the long road home, but you made it, my man. You made it, and I can speak on behalf of this audience. Congratulations. Because you do bring the goods, and you do have a lot of fun. And the overnights, I, I don't know if these are your kind of hours, but you do have tremendous. Energy. Well, we're gonna we're gonna find out if they're my kind of hours. I got I went home, went to sleep. I would say I got a good solid four four and a half hours, uh, and then I just woke up and couldn't go back to bed. So we're gonna I'm gonna try and get more used to sleeping in the middle of the day. Uh, I I obviously did the Saturday morning overnights for a while, so I'm not completely unaccustomed to it. My Saturday mornings, I would sleep in a bit, but I knew I was going to bed Saturday night at a normal hour, so I wouldn't sleep all day. Plus, I had the kids doing things, wake up for t-ball and stuff. So, uh, I don't. I'm not used to sleeping a good six, seven hours or so in the middle of the day. So that's going to take some time. But these hours are mine, and I ain't giving them up. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll get. I'll figure it out. All right. All right. I'll figure this thing out. I don't care what I got to do. If I got to do this show on two hours sleep every day, that's what I'll do. If you got to barricade yourself in that studio, you're going to do it. But are you a, a nocturnal? Are you a, a natural night person? I am. I am very much a night person. Yes. Um, oh, then you're not going to have a problem. Yeah. With that. I mean, listen. I, I I love the mornings, but it's it's much easier for me to sleep in than it is to go to bed early. Uh, I'm much more of a, and especially I love baseball. So during baseball season, I watch a lot of the West Coast games. So I'm up. I I DV in my previous life when I was doing the. Uh, the mid the middays when I was doing afternoon drive working on that show and I would get home at eight thirty because I live an hour and a half hour and forty five minutes away from here uh, I would st- I would come home I'd have dinner a little bit with the wife I'd talk to her about her day and my day and then I'd help the kids go to sleep and everything and so the, by the time I started the Yankee game it's nine nine thirty so I'm up late then I'll try and put on a West Coast game so I typically wouldn't go to bed until about you know I don't know one thirty I'd be in bed so yes I'm much I'm a nocturnal person. Right, but are you a nocturnal person who can switch gears and just go back and be a day person? You know, can you do that? I'm, I'm going to find out because my right. plan is to do that on the weekend. My plan is to go to a kind of normal schedule on Saturday, Sunday, where you know I'll just when I get out of here on Friday, I'll nap for a short time and then try and you know go to bed at night with my wife at whatever time we go to bed. So I'm going to try and do that. We'll see. It's just, it. Listen, it's a it's a it's a work in progress here, Bobby. I'm going to try and figure out this whole thing. Yeah, because um, I'm a natural. I am a natural night person. But the only thing that saved me mm-hmm. was I could switch gears on Friday night. I could go back to bed at eleven, twelve o'clock, right. and wake up at four o'clock in the morning, and either go to school or go to work or do whatever I had to do. A lot of people cannot do that. They yeah. can't. But you, but you've done it. You we'll have a lot out. of energy. You're the Big Mac. And but do you are you a natural four, five, or six hours sleeper? You're very concerned with my sleeping. Um, yes, I, I, am I a natural? I can, I can still function on four or five hours sleep. I, yeah, right, I can. Yes, because you're a high octane guy. Yeah, listen, I'm a ton of energy. You know, I got. If you look at me, I got plenty to burn off. You know what it is? Like I just got. There's my body can take energy from a myriad of places. There's a whole 
area all over, at any point on my body if I needed to burn some energy th- there's plenty there so that's what's good besides my legs my legs are nothing but pure muscle I'm built like Babe Ruth but John Goodman Babe Ruth Robbie in Phoenix what's up Robbie hey Robbie oh, oh, oh you congratulations did. I love- you go ahead Oh, that congratulations on uh, your new gig. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm now, very excited. Yeah, Are you going to now concede that Aaron Boone is a horrible manager? Uh, I, don't know if you've li- I don't know if you've listened to me at all, but no, I'm certainly not going to concede that. And he took not- out a man with 74 pitches. Correct, he did. Yes, he did. And, and, and don't forget the one-hitter part of it, too. He had one hit, yes. And you took him out. Mm-hmm. And you lost the game. Can you had nothing see, to do the, with had nothing to do with that decision? No, I understand, but he's in well, over his head. Yeah, he's absolutely not. I think he's a good manager. Really, I th- I really? Think, but I, look at I think Aaron Boone is a good manager. I don't think he's a great manager. I don't think he's he can he's a miracle worker. But I think the team respects him. I think the team plays for him, and I think for the most part. His bullpen decisions, while you might not like them, has led to a pitching staff that's one of the best in baseball and the best bullpen in baseball. Well, how come he gets outmanaged during the playoffs? Cora um, outmanaged him. Cash outmanaged I don't, I don't, him. Wait, I don't know if Cora. Dusty Baker outmanaged him. No, that's not, I don't agree with any. They lost the series. It doesn't mean they were outmanaged. I think he outmanaged uh, uh, Terry Francona when Terry Francona threw a starter in Game 5 that had no business starting the game. I thought he outmanaged Terry Francona. Do you do you agree? To a certain extent, and well, I mean, so, my if, other... so if you win the series, your manager outmanaged the other manager. If you, I mean, that's just it, it doesn't always go down that in 2020 when he and Brian Cashman that you can't convince me as much as I don't think Boone's a puppet. He they make decisions as a, a group on a lot of things, and taking out Debbie Garcia after one inning to go to J Hap was the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. seen. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So, but other than that, and that was a moronic decision on epic levels. I don't think that yes. was just strictly his decision. I think that was part. I think they all came up with that plan together. They put a bunch of dopes in a room and came up with that winner. But besides that, that was horrible, horrible. But besides, and 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 I listen. It was so bad that I think you could argue it was a fireable offense if George Steinbrenner was around. Maybe he would have, but. I besides that, I don't think he's been outmanaged in series that much, and I think he's made questionable decisions. All managers do, but I think the team plays for him. I think for the most part, he makes good decisions. And the other night, despite the fact he had seventy-four pitches and he was throwing a one-hitter, it's the same guy in Herman who probably two starts prior before the uh, perfect game, everybody wanted him out of the rotation. Now you can't take him out of a game. God forbid you take him out of the game. He went to the best bullpen in baseball. The guy got a pop-up and a double play ball. So I'm sorry. I just re- it, it it might not have been the be- the best decision. I, I could I definitely understand not you know maybe you could have left him in the game. Maybe I even would have left him in the game. He took him out for a reliever who got out of the jam as good as he could have gotten out of the jam. He got a pop okay. up and a ground ball. So that's the now that's my next the question is what is Josh Donaldson doing in this lineup? Uh, hitting home runs occasionally, and other than that, making out every single time. That's what he's doing. Why don't they bring up the kids? Like, it's getting uh, to that point where they should. There's no other. There's nothing else. I can't. I don't even know how we discuss it. At at in the, they believe he can still hit. The home runs show that the bat speed's still there, but ultimately he can't hit 150. I don't know how much longer they can allow it. They have to either trade for a third baseman, bring up Peraza, something because you can't allow Donaldson to hit 100 in the lineup. I totally agree with you. At some yeah, point and- they have to do it. And do you think DJ is done? I'm very concerned that he is. It's hard. I, I, I'm not 100% ready to just call it a fact that he's done, but I'm very, very concerned that he is. I, I don't know what it is because he says he's healthy. And, and I, I can't, I can't you know, know that for sure. I don't know if he's lying because he doesn't want to blame injuries. He's the kind of guy who probably would do that. It's a foot injury, and that's what scares me about Judge. We'll get into that maybe as we go through the show. But LeMahieu looks done. He doesn't hit the ball hard. He it, he looks like a shell of himself. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very concerned. I think you have to. I think you have to treat right now. And it, I I we could talk about Gleyber Torres because I don't I don't love Gleyber Torres as a player. And I think 
there's a time to move on from him. I don't think it's right now because he's one of their best hitters. You can't argue it. And they need him in the lineup. So for me, he's the second baseman. And I honestly think the Yankees have to act as if they don't have a third baseman. I don't think you can trust Donaldson to be an everyday player. And I'm at the point where I don't think you can trust LeMahieu to be an everyday player. If any of those guys turn it around over the next two weeks or three weeks and look completely different, then maybe I'll, I'll change my tune. But the Yankees, whether it's Peraza, whether it's looking to do things on the trade market, the Yankees need to act as if there is no third baseman. There is no left fielder. There is no third baseman. And the Yankees need to act accordingly when it comes to who they call up and who they attempt to trade. 877-337-6666. The other... Um, there's other stuff on the trade deadline uh, possibility with the Yankees, too. I was, as I mentioned, I was talking to Brian Hope today, and he mentioned the idea of the Yankees doing something else uh, at the trade deadline. So we can get to that as we get through the show as well. McMonigle here with you on the fan on the overnights. It's the midnight ride. One hour down, four hours left to go. Give me a call. Me and you, we ride together. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.